family, it's your boy Vince W. Matthews, and welcome to another episode of Direct Dialogue. Got a very special episode today, none other than my good friend Brittany. She has an amazing story, and man, we're just going to jump right into it. So, how you doing? Hello? I'm good, I'm good. Can't complain at all. Can't complain. Yes. So, let's go ahead and just tell your story, man, like, you know... You're you're uh, newlywed, mm -hmm. you're a mom, mm -hmm. and you you have an amazing story. So before that, let's just take us back to you know your journey, your journey in your faith, and your journey in your walk, and just kind of lead us up to where you are today and what you got going on. Okay, so uh, my journey with my faith um, basically came up as a child in church homes, mm -hmm. uh, co continuously going to church. So I knew about God, I always knew about God. Um, when I thought I became a grown up, mm, I on. became naive. Yeah, yeah. I thought I knew it all. Uh -huh. uh, I got into that real world, so I stuffed it, you know, I didn't get to do before, so mm -hmm. I wanted to keep going for it. Right, right. And um, again, had God within me, but then that was the, the part where you know about God, but you don't truly mm, know God. Right, so right. So I felt like I was at that place in life, uh, fresh out of high school, uh, when I did walk the stage, I was pregnant with my first child at the time, so uh, straight out of high school, didn't get to really experience the college life uh, mm -hmm. with the partying and everything like that just went straight into parenting um i feel like that brought me a uh took me i guess just gave me a big leap mm, most compared right. to a lot of people you uh -huh. know that was in my age that i grew up with right so um i kind of was more serious with a lot of things uh then i got the opportunity to move from my hometown to houston okay so uh, yeah and then that, at that time i had my second child by then so i moved me and my little family to houston and then at that time that's when i learned about domestic violence mm, hold up let's pause real quick because that's really the kicker right there yeah. so let's go back you mm -hmm. said you were high school pregnant with your first child yeah so let's take take us to that that whole process and kind of the transition in your mindset going through that going through that um i mean uh kind of i don't i don't want to blame it on my community but right kind of basically i know when i was coming up in mm -hmm. that era i mean um finding out about sex wasn't from my parents mm -hmm. It wasn't in my church home. Mm -hmm. It was learning it through my friends and everything. Mm, yeah. So uh, I was caught up in that, and I just fell off into that. And when I became a child, um, I just pretty much, uh, I was confused at the time because it was like, okay, I'm supposed to be going straight to college, but I just watched, walked the stage and got my high school diploma. I have a whole person coming into my life. Wow. I'm not sure. I'm getting all the words from family members. Some saying I did wrong. Some mm. saying it's going to be okay, baby. Some, you know, I, I was just all confused I felt like in yeah, my head a lot of emotions I, did, I, did, going I on. didn't know what to really expect or how to go forth in yeah. life at the time so um, when I got my second child um, I pretty much I was learning the experience of what it was to be a single mom I guess mm. in the beginning that's when I really clashed with a lot of things did a lot of went through a lot of struggles uh, where it was financial um, mm. definitely wasn't into God how I am today mm -hmm. at the time um, was kind of veering off from my family because I felt like I was disappointing them from the oh. things that I was doing yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, I kind of secluded myself mm. I, I sheltered myself and I kept myself away um, didn't really have many friends because mm -hmm. of course that was a time where you could find out oh you know because I'm I'm pregnant mm. which how I can't be with you in class yeah, so yeah, you're not yeah. there for me yeah, 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 so yeah. I learned a lot of that I just at that time I was learning pretty much I feel like I really learned what the world was that's crazy out there to give and yeah. I kind of was upset because I was like I went to 
to school all these years. You taught me one plus one and everything, but uh -huh. you didn't teach me some of these exactly. things that I'm yeah. passionate into. Yeah, 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 so I'm yeah. a firm believer. That's uh, I kind of have a thing inside of me where I would like to either, if not write my own curriculum one day for uh -huh. kids, I would like to open my own daycare. And that's kind of one huh? of those things where I believe, you know, that should be t taught to a child. Exactly. You cannot yeah. always depend on a parent to teach that because mm -hmm. sometimes that parent did not learn that coming up right, themselves. Right. So if you don't know it, you can't teach yeah, it. Yeah, just teaching what they were taught. Yeah. Yeah, and that, uh, and that's that's the thing. I was like, I know when uh, sometimes when women are pregnant, mm -hmm. some people feel like it's like a disease. <laughs> oh, you're pregnant. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and all of that is, and I think sometimes, I think it's because, because they, you know, it's so much that goes into pregnancy mm -hmm. that I feel like I can't have a conversation because like, what, like, what do we have in common? It's like, right. but I'm still a person. Right. I'm, st I'm yes. still a person. Yes. I'm still me. I still have feelings. I still have feelings. I like the same thing. I, well, most of the same Right, thing. right, right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, I, I still, I still like to eat. You want to eat? Right. Like, hey, I got to eat. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I, sometimes people like to shun away mm -hmm. when, when transitions come, especially right. when things like pregnancy comes and different things like that especially at that particular time in right. your life so I think sometimes people just like I said they try to treat it as this as if it's a disease mm -hmm. or maybe it's an excuse not to I don't have to talk to you because right. you're pregnant and so yeah, yeah you go do the pregnant thing I'm, I'm over here cause, right cause when, you, when you're done I'll be ready for you exactly to come wow yeah. so pregnant first child um high school mm -hmm. now the second child came when Almost completely two years after, like maybe a few days with the difference of exactly two years afterwards. Wow. So how was that? So you're still single at this time? I was involved with their father. Okay. That was a part where I now understand and realize, um, you know, don't play that wife role if he's not trying to make you that wife. Run that back. Run, <laughs> run that back. Run that back. You shall not do the things that a wife does. What, what God says that the wife should done for, do for the man, you should not do them for that man. If he's not talking about putting that ring on your finger, you should know your work. Yeah. And I think sometimes people get caught up in the ring mm -hmm. and in the things mm -hmm. and we get mesmerized by these different things and it's all about the ring mm -hmm. that the relationship is just basically oh, okay yeah but the focus is not even there yeah it's all on the other things what everybody else can see mm -hmm. and not what you're basically living with and what's bringing you feeling what's bringing you joy mm. so yeah uh was dealing with that so i was involved doing things as if I was married mm -hmm. but it was just me doing that mm -hmm. it wasn't the other person so okay. that relationship didn't work out wow so so you would you say that was like a a toxic relationship no not at all okay not at all. because honestly uh up until this day I don't speak negatively of my uh, children's father mm -hmm. I believe he's a wonderful person mm -hmm. I believe he does good parenting things mm -hmm. of course we're still learning there's always room to learn about right him. right right um, but you know how you ever uh that's kind of growth because sometimes that's how you end up in a toxic relationship mm. you force yourself to be in a relationship with somebody when wow. you know there's certain things it's just not and this is not okay this uh -huh. is not okay that's enough. Don't keep finding things that's not okay right. and let it all add up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just, it was not okay. So yeah, yeah. it would just left it like that. Peacefully. You know what? The thing about it is I think sometimes people are quiet to keep the peace, which most times does more, does more harm than good. Absolutely. If you don't have that dialogue and conversation and communication, like, 
like, man, this ain't working out. Right, right. Like, like, how do you feel? Mm -hmm. Uh, okay, ooh, that hurt. Okay, but at least I know how you feel. Yeah. Well, I feel like this too. So we, this ain't working. It's not gonna go. You know, we have a child together, blah, but, but this not working. And that's another thing. When it's a child involved, people will sit there and be like, let's do it for the kids. Mm, and they don't understand yeah. how much more that's going to be harming yeah, yeah, you, yeah. your life and your family and your right, children. Right. Everybody else is just, it's not worth it. It's not yeah. worth it at the end of the day. Yeah. So I had to pretty much just let that go at the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you move from there. Now, let me ask you this. Though, how hard was that or was it just kind of a mutual thing? You're like, okay, yeah, we need to. It was extremely hard because it was a lot of struggles and a lot of failures in the midst of it. Mm -hmm. And it, it really took one of us saying enough is enough mm -hmm. and not trying to just keep picking it back up and acting like we're blind to what just, just happened. happened. Yeah. Like it's not going to happen again. Right, like right, it's right, not right. a repeating cycle yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that. But uh, definitely hard because uh went through it for four years. Mm -hmm. Trying for four years. Like, four you years, know, because yeah. you grow up and, and you're told, you know, first of all, it's supposed to be first come love, then comes marriage, mm -hmm. then comes Baby, baby. Cat. But yeah. it doesn't always happen like right, that nowadays. Right. So then you're still getting the the word from other people, your mm. elders, people that you look up to, and then they're telling you certain things. It's supposed to be this way. It's supposed to be that way. Yeah. So you're thinking, well, I'm supposed to make this work regardless right. to what it was. So I tried that in that relationship, and it's just it's a blessing that no, it wasn't toxic. Mm. I didn't, you know, get trapped into that that's because good. later on, that's kind of what happened to me anyway. Okay, and we're gonna get to that. Yeah. I'm, I'm bumping that to the end. <laughs> we're gonna bring it home with that. Yeah. But that's good. That at least there there was. A conversation maybe hostile i may be sure maybe sure. kind of hostile yeah but at least there was a conversation right. to say okay this cannot work right. this cannot go on yeah and you guys are still working through yes. this ups, yes. maybe ups and downs kind of i don't so I'm look at it like that bro okay, right. but you're still in a you know you have that relationship where at least you guys can talk and have a civil thing yes right absolutely Which is, I, I have that push because i believe like i i want to do this thing let's be the example of what co-parenting can be we we don't have to sit here and be like most of the people that we hear about mm -hmm. or, you know, do what, how it was because our dad did that or right. something like that. Let, let's set this line and let people know it doesn't have to be very yeah. diverse. We don't have to be against each other. If we don't, we don't agree on something, we can agree to disagree and, yeah, keep, it moving. and keep it moving. At the end of the day, it's about the kids and their innocence. Yeah, they didn't yeah. ask for it. They didn't so. ask for it. I don't have to. I don't have to hate you because I'm not with you. Right. No, right. We're, we're adults here. Right. And I think what you said uh, a few minutes ago about trying to live this little fairy tale. Mm -hmm. And it's not a fairy tale, it's just a tale. Yeah. That's all it right. is. Right. And, you know, you we, we set these expectations mm -hmm. that something that none of us could ever meet. Right. So when you set this expectation of something that is re not even realistic, you're going to always fall short. And then mm -hmm. you feel like, okay, what's wrong? Is there something wrong with me? Right. Or maybe yeah. something wrong with yeah. you. Or, or, yeah. or, or maybe it is something wrong with right. me. Well, this maybe happened last time, so maybe it is something wrong. Then you get depressed. You go into the oh, corner. Man, you go into this yes. corner and... And then that is the place where the enemy does his best right. work. Because you see how he can get you and he goes straight for you. That's it. Mm -hmm. So, wow, this this is good. So, you, you know, you come out of that relationship mm -hmm. and 
like what what's what was next after that Whew. so <laughs> is this is this it <laughs> no okay okay <laughs> I'm trying to see if we're going to this yet. Yeah, I'm not, not, to... not yet. Okay, okay, okay. So after that relationship, uh, I had moved me and my kids out there because uh, still was trying to make it work. Mm -hmm. Still was trying to make it work. So that's why I moved out of town to meet him so that we can make it work. Still okay. There. So now I'm okay. in another city away from family, away from friends, and he and I did not work. I had one family member out there, and she's nothing but a blessing. Um, was able to stay with her, mm -hmm. um, stay with her, uh, end up being able to get my own home. I was Come out there on in now. Houston. I uh, had a wonderful job. Wonderful job. Come on. But when you go through things and you lose it, you learn. Mm. But I had a job, y'all. Uh, I was making uh, as much as an LVN with no degree. Where? Come on now. <laughs> Look at God, huh? Yes. Wow. And I, was, and I was a personal secretary doing nothing. Literally. She couldn't find enough for me to do. Are they hiring? <laughs> I've been trying to go back. I've been trying to go back. They hiring? Yes, yes. So um, it took a while for me to get that job. But once I got that job, once uh -huh. I was able to get financially stable to take care of me and my kids, uh -huh. get us into our own apartment, then I finally had that... Um, Freedom. Mm. Oh, that's a good word. I had freedom. Wow. Because, mind you, when I get straight out of high school, I'm trying to be wifey. I'm mm -hmm. trying to be in a relationship. I'm mm -hmm. becoming a mother. Right, right, right. But now, my kids, they're still younger, mm -hmm. but I'm still young, too. Yeah. I had my own place. I was taking, I felt, I had, I just felt like I was a stuff then. Right, right. Taking care of us, you know. I didn't have to depend on My mind was yeah. saying, you know, okay, it didn't work out with me and him, and I didn't have to depend on him. Mm -hmm. So I made that happen and everything. And, um, but then I was not living right. I can't say uh, I was not doing the things, you know, y'all, where you drink the brown drink, but it's not Coke. You nah, know. it ain't Coke. It's not Coke. Yeah. Pretty, I'm pretty sure y'all don't know what y'all don't know. They say they're, they, they right, love the Lord. Right. <laughs> Had this guy uh, trying to make up if he's seen by my kids. That's uncle. That's not uncle. Uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't say that I was just, you know, um, very out there. But it was more than what I ever been because I was mm. always that type of female. I grew up with all boys. Mm -hmm. So they kind of had me molded to mm. how to expect men and stuff right, like that. Right, right, right. So um, I didn't do the hopping. I didn't always think to have a lot. Mm -hmm. But when I got that freedom, you know, it's just like a little kid. You didn't know how to act. Didn't know how to act, and I saw, uh, oh, this one gonna give me money for this mm. reason, and I'm out here for myself. So I'ma sit oh, You just want me to smile at I was doing it all. Mm. I was into. Wow. It. I was wow. working with the enemy. I was working with the enemy. Partnership with the enemy. Yes. Wow. And it was awful. I'm so thankful I don't do that no more. Oh, oh yes. wow. So, so what was that transitional point to the light? I, I gotta stop this. <sighs> Well, it wasn't me necessarily saying, I got to stop this. Mm -hmm. It was the fact that when I was in the midst of that, I ran into my abuser. Mm. And my abuser said, skirt, to all that. Okay. So we're going to have to come back around. <laughs> come on, we come around the mountain. We come around the mountain. Okay. We're going to pause and we're going to come. Okay. Because <laughs> everybody's like, probably watching. Like, what is he talking about? Yeah. We gotta, we're going we're gonna to bring it home. But so, 
So you, so how, like, how long was the process of this, like, just living it up, just going? Only a year. A year. A year, uh-huh. literally a year. Um, after things didn't work out, and my kid's father moved away, um, and it was us by ourselves, and I got another apartment uh, with just us, um, just about a year, and it was it, the it it just happened real quickly. Mm. That's what I've been noticing in my life. So now I try to like pause a lot of things mm. because what I've learned was I was quick to just go with it. But not being, um, I guess, just not having patience and yeah, waiting yeah, for yeah. God to let yeah, me know. Yeah, yeah. Not getting no uh, clarity about mm. it. Or I would be quick about it. And if it was just this one clue, knowing it couldn't have been from God. Right, 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 I was, right. I want that to be. Yep, I, yep. I had my mindset yep. on certain ways for certain things yeah. to go. So yeah. uh, I would just easily, um, I guess it took me a while to find out that I was hurt for not mm. having my father in my life. Mm. The way I guess that I truly cared to right i didn't know because in my eyes i love my daddy he's mm-hmm. amazing i lost my father but he's amazing he was amazing yeah, uh, yeah. he was everything i mean i was the you know how you gotta if you pick a parent mm-hmm. that was my peanut butter jelly mm-hmm. right there that was the one but i didn't have him and i didn't know that mm-hmm. over it took me going through the things that i went to to find out i was searching for wow. love and care through a man because oh, i didn't man. receive that from my father mm-hmm. the way i guess that i truly cared to right i didn't know because in my eyes i love my daddy he's mm-hmm. amazing i lost my father but he's amazing he was amazing yeah, uh, yeah. he was everything i mean i was the, you know how you gotta if you pick a parent mm-hmm. that was my peanut butter jelly mm-hmm. right there that was the one but i didn't have him and i didn't know that mm-hmm. over it took me going through the things that i went to to find out i was searching for wow. love and care through a man because through i didn't receive that from my father dang that's that is that is crazy because a lot of times we do things or we respond certain ways or we may blow up or we may be super duper loving mm-hmm. and don't realize the reason and a lot of times it's because of traumatic experience or mm-hmm. the lack of Absolutely. something or someone mm-hmm. and like you said it takes us going through those things those dark places those valleys to actually figure out man why why am i actually why am i doing this right. why am i doing right why? And then you just break, like you lose it, you cry. You, yeah. I mean, talking about the yeah. ugly cry and yeah. <laughs> the the ugly cry where yeah. you can't you can't speak and you figure it out. But I think there is purpose in pain. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. that it don't feel good. Oh no. It don't look good. Yeah. But hey, I'm a preach right here. It's working out for your good. Yes. Yes. And 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 sure enough, and and I I what you're saying and how that worked out to you like oh, I, you were able to reference and find out why and and it hit. And so was it a moment like it hit you or was it just something in like context clues that you kind of had to figure out to put together like a puzzle that could it was more so context clues and it wasn't like it would just drop here drop there and it was still like within a year no it took a situation here a situation Mm. here going to another year another situation Mm. here and then that's when like how you say you start saying stuff what's wrong with you what's What's going on what's wrong like why when you you know some people like to be blind to their cycles Mm. everybody has a cycle yeah there's, there's domestic violence cycles there is you know if you have a relationship with somebody and if it, even if it's not toxic but you know it's just oh when she when this happens i know this is about to happen yep. it's a repetitive thing people go through it in their relationships yeah. when they're yeah, married yeah, 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 everybody yeah. you know it's, right. just, it's cycles for a lot of things cycles yeah, yeah. those man those those cycles are 
are super important because mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned something. You was like you're one to to uh, to just go, go mm-hmm. and just do it. And uh, my wife talked to me. My wife talked about it all the time. And uh, you were kind of like me. A, a, I call it a passionate jumper. Hmm. <laughs> I like that. A, pa- because because you're you're so full of passion, and I can just feel your energy. I can just just knowing you from the brief time, knowing you, I can just feel that you're a very passionate person. And sometimes our passion will get us in trouble. It'll make us do stuff oh. like God. Oh, oh, you want me to do that? And mm-hmm. God's like, I didn't tell you to do it now. Yeah. That's something in the future I yeah. want you to do. When you yeah. jump and you be like, Well, God, right. I thought you told right. me. God's yeah. like, Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm preparing yeah. you. I gotta, you gotta, you gotta have preparation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I give it to you. It. Yeah. Then there's prepping, and yeah. sometimes the prepping stage is a lot longer than what we want. It depends on you. They come on. It depends on Talk you. about that. Come <laughs> yes. on now. Oh yes, my God! Yes. It, depends it depends on, on you. you. My preparation. I had them. Didn't know that it was a preparation stage. I would be blind to them. I would feel like it would be signs from God, but then I'd just be like, no. Mm. Just I mean, I was on that. Well, if they can do it, why I can't do it too? Mm. If they living and looking like you know, if I knew that she was doing those things, I'm not even trying to do it for that. Yeah. And but why I can't make it? Why yeah. it's not okay for me? Why I gotta start having all these feelings and stuff to it? It's just like you're doing wrong. Why? Why? Sound like me. Sound like me. I was like, I, I was at a point of, uh, and then sometimes I ain't lie. Let's be transparent. I'm still struggle with this. It's like when I want to hear God to do great things. I don't hear him. But let me find out. Try to do something. I ain't got no business. Right. People are like, hey, bro, what you doing? <laughs> yeah. I'm like. So you can talk to me clearly then, right. but when I want you, you know, to like, do something I'm amazing, looking, yeah. I'm searching for you, playing high and go see yeah, with me. Yeah. Okay, God, I got you. I right, got but you. But that's when you, you you just tell them thank you for the yeses and those when they come. Ooh, say that again. That is so good. <laughs> yeah, you got to be thankful for them. When, you know, you have your mindset, just like how we was discussing the appointments and stuff, it can be right for the time mm. and the period and everything like that, but... If it doesn't happen, then you, your feelings down, or you mm. thinking, you know, the enemy. You ready to put it to the enemy and being against you? Get offended. You yeah, you get offended. Yeah. Like that, but then that could simply be God's way of telling you, no, no not right no, now. No, no, no. He could simply be clearly saying no, and all the way to this one, he could just be saying, not right now. Hold up. Man. But it depends on how you react. Mmm. And and it's sometimes it's not, um, it's not. A action, but it's more about your reaction. Right, right. stuff's gonna happen. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's inevitable. It's stuff is yes. gonna happen, but how are you reacting? I'm talking to myself. Cause, yeah, because I got some stuff going on yeah. right now. I'm talking to myself. Can yeah. I talk to myself? Go, do it, do it. Can I talk to it's myself? That's when we do it to ourselves. Sometimes I'm, I'm telling you, you yeah. if you look at any motivational speaker, you any leader, any speaker, preacher, mm-hmm. before they deliver that message, you, you, I'm telling you, they have delivered that message to themselves first, and they are actually telling you they're, they're basically having a conversation conversation with herself right. and you just eavesdropping that's it yeah you know what I'm saying just there just yeah. t- telling us tell a, a listener to the story yeah so here we got you you uh, went out of that because you said you were in the house and then transitioned to an apartment because mm-hmm. so. I was lit when I moved into Houston Here's the thing. We were trying to do it our way. Uh, we weren't trying to do it God's way. So when we yeah. moved out there, 
we moving into an apartment with a whole nother couple who got kids and they're not even officially married. They're wow. not even established. We, you know, we, we had the plan and thought it sounded good to have a family together and stuff, but we weren't ready. We did not have patience for God. We did not seek him first to find out if that was supposed to be because honestly, not that I regret things that take place in my life, but if we would have, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have moved out there uh, when I did. Yeah. I wouldn't have went through certain things, but everything happens for a reason. Everything happens a for a reason. Yeah, 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 most definitely. Because remember, our work was talking about, you know, we had moved off two years and we're back in the area now. And we were talking about, man, that was, it was a hard, it was a hard time out there, mm -hmm. you know. It was, it, it was real in them streets out there, you know what I'm saying? It gets real <laughs> I'm in them telling streets. you, hey, <laughs> it, it, the struggle is real. Yes, it is. Yeah. I gotta and, make a shirt like Yeah, that. the struggle, <laughs> hey. Listen, I'm making me a shirt. Hope nobody rip me out. The struggle is real, but so is my God. Okay, yeah. yeah. Come on, like that, like that, like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were out there trying to live it up and stuff like that, and we're back here in the area. We're like, you know, we don't even miss it. It's like we are a different person. Mm -hmm. we're, it's like it's like we're in a different area because we're different people. Mm -hmm. It's almost like like Beaumont is as a as a different city, a different state because we have a different perspective of right. thinking yeah. and our minds it but it yeah. took going through those dark places of like yo yo these lights about to get cut smooth yeah off they on now but how much longer right. you know what i'm saying cook that milk as we just it. up i got these candles ready mm -hmm. we're gonna make it a romantic night it gets real and we're gonna light these candles yes. there you go you hit the go here hit them candles turn off the light yeah we're hey. gonna just hey, we're, gonna make, <laughs> we're gonna make it do what it do so I understand what you're saying about, you know, trying to, you know, like the, like the old folks, you say, you know, you're still wet behind the ears, you know, you're yeah. smelling yourself. You're smelling you're, yourself. You think yeah. you're grown, and when you go out there and you try to do it your way, mm -hmm. and us as jumpers, and there's a lot of people that we listen to, you're jumpers, you know, you're passionate and you're jumping because you want things to happen, mm -hmm. and you feel like this God, but... It's a thing called patience, and you have to wait. Absolutely. And that and that preparation. So you go through that. You're in an apartment, living with man, full house. Yeah. And so, how was that? It didn't last long. It yeah. didn't. Um, it 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 was trying. I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. It was one of those things, you know, uh, where you find yourself upset with what you have going on now. Mm, and it was yeah. like, um, I'm the type of person, I believe. But it took some time for me to get that way. But I pretty much, I don't like this, so I got to fix this. Mm. And so that's when it was like, you know, just trying to find different jobs, trying to find other ways for money to come in. And in mm -hmm. the meantime, too, find out, oh, this is not going to work between us. Nope. So got to really get on my two toes, you know, yeah. do what I got to do. So then that's when we got into the apartment. And mm. that's when it ended up starting to get started. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the noodles are on in the pot on yeah. the stove and it's, it's about to boil over. Yeah. So take us through that. Like. It, it was a, I guess it was a mixture of where you were <laughs> and all of that going on. Plus, you ain't doing it God's way. You got that. Yep. So you got all these different red flags and emotions everything going on. Just, I should have just. Like the song said, everything that could go wrong, going wrong all at one yes, time. At once. So much pressure on me. I yeah. thought I was going to lose my <laughs> mind. So how, how did that turn? Well, how did that end? Like, how did that. Like, how did that end, and how was that transition out of that? Out of the relationship that I was in. Yeah, and that whole apartment relationship, did that come in 
sections or how was that um well kind of i guess you could say sections because uh -huh. that's when i kind of had the mindset okay i need to step up and i need to do this so then that's when i get the apartment in my name mm. i have a nice job and everything and i'm able to be in control and take care of it but then also i was still have my mindset because this is what's told you know you started a family don't want to keep bringing men into uh, it i wanted to make my family work i still was stuck on that around that time oh my god so yeah i um he ended up moving back in and uh but then that's another time clash maybe i think literally one time and that's when it was just like okay let's let's just cut this let's out cut this let's out. cut this out so he moved away um and i stayed there with my kids and then that's when i kind of told you i had the freedom mm. and so then that's when i had the freedom for about a year after he was gone and i was there just living it up but then um finding out people was staying in the area that i was staying in in houston and um yeah. it was a lot of my classmates and stuff mm, okay so uh just meet one classmate find out another classmate here we all starting to link up and everything and then i found out that my old high school sweetheart was in the area too mm. so uh, made arrangements for us to finally meet and talk with each other and when we did mm. it was like as if we never stopped dating each other it was a weird feeling that's what really i feel like just wow. snatched me that's how i believe the enemy just snatched me yeah because i believe right before god blesses you with the real thing the enemy always yes. sends a counterfeit always that's it. that's it yes and so tell us about that like <laughs> oh my god tell us about that and how that like it got you just you got blindsided basically i did i did, I did. uh came in i mean when we chilled the first time it was all good and when i say it was like we never stopped talking, i'm talking about we sitting on the couch we supposed to be just watching tv but we just booed up like you mm. know we never stopped or wow. whatever like that mind you i mean it wasn't like we ended on good terms in high uh -huh. school he, he broke my heart that was somebody who literally wow. broke you know when you think you know love back then yeah. i thought i knew love i thought it was real we thought, thought it was I a boo thing huh Promise ring oh, everything. Oh man, I and promised to break your heart, basically. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my Broke god. Broke my heart then, but when we met then, it was just like, you know, I wasn't even thinking about that. It was just like a comfort. It was like I found my long lost friend and it felt like it was just all comforting. That oh was my that god. part where, you know, um when when I speak to uh, a lot of people who have been abused, they tell me um that their abuser pretty much they were that perfect person. Mm. It, it felt like they were that perfect person everything that that person was pretty much needing at that time mm. that person gave it it seemed like everything of that person was right like okay right. i never received this kind of love or this uh -huh. care but uh -huh. i'm getting this love and this care from this person so right. he's making me into this person he's wow. drawing me in he's making me believe it could be okay Dang. yeah so y'all booed up and how long did this go the it, perfect Mm, honeymoon stage i guess how long did that yeah. go be you know i can say probably i wouldn't even give you three months dang yeah not dang. even three months dang bro you gotta let at least go a little longer before you show the real you yeah. I was like, oh yeah. my god but it, it was crazy though because it was um pretty much like i said at that time i i had freedom mm -hmm. so with him too because we already knew each other we yeah. thought it was all okay we just got started wasn't thinking of it or anything like that and shortly after i got pregnant too dang yeah. so whoo mm -hmm. so was your mindset a little different with this pregnancy because you're like 
I'm doing me. I done yes. met Boob. Yes. Bay yes. is in the field. Yes. It's going to work. <laughs> we going to marry. We're going to get married, married yeah. one day. So your mindset was just like, I'm pregnant. Yeah. I, it, it was just the thought of like, um, you know, oh, wow. You know, I wasn't expecting this. It was kind of mind blowing. But at the mm. same time, I did not feel no regret to it because it was mm. like, I thought I was with the person that was for me. Right. I thought that this was it. I th You know, basically what I just fought about four for four years with the last person mm. I was with. I was trying to have all that and then here it is I have somebody coming in that seems like they want wow. all that. Wow. And then when I get pregnant it just all seems like it was a okay. Oh my God. So you're in it and in it. It's good. So, you know, the child comes and well, let's, before the child Okay, comes, let's go. Because that let's, takes about nine to ten months. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, so uh pretty much Throughout my pregnancy, that's when I suffered more abuse than ever. Okay, so how did it start? Was it more like aggressiveness uh, vocally, like verbally, and then later, or like how was like how did that start? Take us through that. Um, honestly, like how we we talked about, all the signs was there. All the signs were there, and I feel like they all were there at the same time. So I can't necessarily say it was just verbal first, because mm -hmm. I feel like it was verbal and controlling at the same time. Mm. Or I can't say it was just financially first, because I feel like it was financially and spiritual at the same time. Mm. So when you say financially, you mean that he was like making the money, or he was controlling over well, the? No, because see, and there's the thing, because I was still making my good money. Okay. As if I was okay. A, this okay. imaginary pretty LBN. Uh -huh. And I had the money coming in. He was not bringing any source in. Mm. But I knew, again, we were high school sweethearts at one point. So I knew what? about his past. Mm. I knew about him coming out of a domestic violence home. I knew about him having struggle in times where sometimes they didn't have water. Sometimes they didn't have lights. Mm. So I always had this open heart to him. Heart, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, yeah. I just, I, I didn't care to see him suffer. I don't want you to go right, back to that. Right, right. I got you. Right, I got you. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So yeah, at yeah. that time, I mean, he just quickly had me in belief. You know, I think at that time he was in school. He was going to school out there, but he didn't have a vehicle. He had an apartment, but he was catching a bus. Mm. It quickly turned into, you're not bringing me to school. Mm. And then if I didn't bring him to school, even though I'm just thinking, but you were doing what all you were doing before, before. and we just started talking. Why are you? You seem like you're enforcing me, but at the same time, I have this heart. Mm. I don't want you to suffer. Though. I'm not I, gonna leave you like that. I got you. If, if I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah. to you and we're doing the things that we're doing, that's the least I can do. Right, you know? right, right. So right. it was little things like that to where I fell into, and I didn't see it at the time as controlling or you mm -hmm. know it had to be that way. Um, financially, when I said financially, it was more so yes, I was bringing in the money. But um, I had to buy him something to eat too. He mm. couldn't buy us something to eat, right? You, and I'm wrong for you, it. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna do, you're gonna do me like that. Yeah, pretty. Wow, much. to make so basically guilt trip you. Yes. Oh, I have this big heart, so to get what I want out of you, I'll make you feel bad because I know you have a big heart mm -hmm. and. I have a bad past, mm -hmm. so I don't. I know you don't want to do that to me. Yeah. So. Yep. Go on, go on slide by and get that pizza for me. Exactly how it went. Wow. <laughs> so this goes on, all right, and then. It doesn't even take long until, but in the midst of, like I say, it was financially and spiritual and verbal. Then it led to the more emotional and the physical. So what was that first? 
initial like how was that the very first it was shocking and I, I i stayed in disbelief about it um i honestly can't even remember what the disagreement was about uh-huh but all I, I all i really remember was having my apartment where i told you i don't i don't get apartments so i have to take too many steps to, mm -hmm. so i had my apartment right there by the parking and we enter into the apartment and he slapped me wow he slapped me in front of my kids oh so like dang that almost got me right there how how what was the mindset when that happened so so y'all this this is an argument and it's escalating this escalated and then bow yeah and so what what happened after that when he hit me i was in shock um i think i actually caught a couple of slaps and it wasn't just one oh, um so multiple yeah so when it's like bow just like Bow, bow, bow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the very first time he put his hands on me. And um, I called the police. I called the cops. Um, so you're in the car. You get out of the car. or Well, your kids are in there with you. Right. So. Right. So it was basically we were en route on the way to the house. Maybe a time where he kind of instructed me to where I had to pick him up or bring him to wherever he was going. Because, again, mm -hmm. he had no vehicle and he was taking the bus. Right, right. So I was falling into it and I was doing that. And it, it, it had to have been something because it was always little bitty small things. Sometimes I couldn't look the wrong way. I could be looking at the stop sign or just laughing at something that I see somebody walking on the side of the street doing. But he believes I'm looking at a man and then I almost get my face, big face, into the window. Who are you laughing at? Yep. Who are you? Why are you looking at him? Yep. Dang. It's crazy because... Like, you know, I've heard and, and, and I've, I've witnessed it to a certain extent, but when you actually get somebody who's been through that, mm -hmm. man, that's crazy. So, you can't do nothing. Whatever you say goes. Yep. Because I believe, too, at that time when he slapped me, I want to say that was right before we found out I was pregnant. So when I thought it was like at first I, when it happened everything overall I thought it was oh it happened once but it's not gonna happen again I was quick right. to that because uh, I was still stuck on the thing you know this is the one you know everything is working right, out it feel right. good. It's, everything feel right with mm -hmm. this one you know so surely this this is just I'm thinking oh that's the oh, enemy I want to I threw that on the devil roof and that's the enemy. enemy it's not but not even deep in church no Don't that's his hand mm -hmm. that's what that is yes. Yeah. Yes. Dang. And you know what? I think sometimes we, we become so spiritual at times that we become naive to what's really is, <laughs> what it is. No, no, that ain't nothing. No, right. That ain't the right. devil. This yes. is what it is right yes. here. And you yes. need to get up out of here or, yes. you, or you need help or you need to come to church. You need prayer. Right. Quit throwing everything on the devil. Mm -hmm. No, that, that, that ain't the devil. That's his fist in your mouth. Right. That ain't, that ain't the devil. You just got trouble, uh, managing money yeah. you know we yeah. always quick to throw right. it on that way that you know what i'm saying yeah so so either the person or ourselves won't have to be held accountable exactly no one likes to be held accountable no that, that that's a that's a uh what you call it that's a bad word yeah, yeah. accountability responsibility oh, is, that, that's is too a, big of a word for me yeah mm -hmm. so man so you call the cops call the cops first time we're ever going through the process it's devastating yeah because you have to not only still be in the area of where it all took place but you're mm. having to have law enforcement well their cars are easy to be seen because mm. everybody else eyes everybody are focus in and um again i had my kids i think more than anything 
a lot of times my focus was the fact my kids right here they're seeing this and I used to always be quick to it about it too. After it would happen, after the explosion uh -huh. would happen, I would go to my kids after we're calm and everything. And I feel like we're safe or okay. Because sometimes it'll take a while. But I'll let them know that was wrong. Mm. And if I was stuck in the moment and I was verbally being, you know, abusive mm -hmm. back or anything that I may have done wrong, I point out what I've done wrong. Mm. So you can know. Because I know you saw it. I don't right, want that just right. to be dancing in your head right. and you don't find out or you just thinking, well, I remember I used to see my mama do it and I want to be just like my mama and then mm. boom, no, no, yeah. no. I think that's important to have those conversations with, with your kids because I remember me and my wife was just talking about a poster we've seen. It's like when you lose your cool in front of your kids, you need to make sure you talk to your kids and tell your kids, mama was wrong, daddy was wrong, yes. he lost his cool because they'll grow up and think that's okay exactly. and they'll react those things like my my, my wife I'm telling off for myself my wife is saying babe you need to calm down when you get mad you you need to chill out because mm -hmm. i seen our daughter doing something that you did when you were mad i was like it happens okay yeah. let me go cry real quick i'm sorry yeah. this this is not right and it's not right you know mm -hmm. because the thing about it is sometimes things happen that are so traumatic in our life or things happen to us that's just crazy mm -hmm. That we'll justify it as normal, and it's not. Right. For instance, us as you know, African Americans, you know, especially male, when we see a cop, we get nervous. Mm -hmm. That ain't supposed to be like right. that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That 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 yeah. is just not. But, but it's our normal. Mm -hmm. We justify it because mm -hmm. when well, it's the cops, it's not normal. Right. So right. what's what's your what's your mindset like at this time? So you calling? Where is he at at this time? At at the time, most of the time. Um, would have to sit here and be fighting them off. Mm. Or I'd have to be literally running to, I have to escape to call for help. Wow. So it had to be some, uh, we had to do some little tussling to basically where I was trying to force him out of the door. Mm -hmm. It was it was a lot of tussling and right, right, right. everything like that. But eventually, once I got the door closed and I had the doors locked, uh, I know I was just traumatized. I was trying to push couches in front of the door. I was trying to do everything to keep him from getting in through the door and the wall and the windows to you know me and my kids. I didn't mm -hmm. know what else to expect. I didn't expect the slaps, so I right, didn't right. expect nothing else. And um, my mind is just I felt my heart just going a, a bunch of times. And my mind's blown. I did. I just couldn't believe it because I never went through that went through I never I never went through it so wow. I didn't know I didn't know what I was getting into yeah so okay you're going through this and let's say within a week's time how how often does it happen within a week's time for me pretty regular about every week if if it would but it that it depends because again domestic violence can be several different things verbal mental physical mm -hmm. all those things so it wouldn't necessarily always be an explosion and when i say explosion mm -hmm. that's when more of the physical abuse takes okay, place okay so it, it can be just the verbal abuse uh -huh. or something like that you know if i don't do something right what are you stupid or this that and it's like mm -hmm. down talking me and it's like i know i'm not these things right. why are you talking to me like that but at the same time i wasn't such an understanding person knowing how uh -huh. to approach situations like yeah, that yeah. so my mouth would take back off and like what you mean you calling me that i'm just i'm calling you things back too mm. you piercing my heart and my feelings so i want to pierce yours too Ooh. and we would go back and forth 
and it would be more so i i am i always testify and say i'm a victim well not a victim but i was a verbal abuser myself because uh -huh. even though he would verbally abuse me and physically and everything else it was not okay for me to verbally right. abuse back right. because me basically saying things back to him setting no, that fire it triggered him it setting kept that fire him. yeah it yeah kept triggering him and i didn't know that because then i was still stuck in my ways and i was just like no you know yeah, you can't talk to me like right, that right. Yeah, yeah 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 so that's that's pretty much where it went um so yeah but it would be from like i say little times where we could just be riding in the car something simple or it could be something where he thought was big a lot of times would sit there and end up in rooms where um had to just seclude me from my kids most of it it took place uh i'm very stern about bedtimes uh -huh. i have a bedtime set but when he knew bedtime was there when they was getting into bed then it was seclude keep me in this room keep me with the door so closed. this so a lot of time this stuff would um uh, some stuff would be planned out it's going down I, I guess so i know i woke up just with days like what does today bring i'm scared Damn. i don't know if i'm sitting here fighting trying to do things to where you know let me make sure you're okay you you mm. let me bring you comfort are you happy right now let's keep the, the peace or whatever mm. like that i try to not walk you know not have to walk on eggshells and things like that but it was like no matter what i tried to do it yeah, just yeah. would never get fixed so let's talk about this how how was your your faith and going through this at this time and, and kind of like what was your walk at, you know? And Well, when I did the first police report, <clears throat> it was classified as family violence. Mm. So I didn't think nothing of domestic violence because mm. when a lot of people hear the word domestic violence, they're thinking the physical abuse between right, the man right. and the woman. Well, this I heard family violence. So I'm like, okay, it deal with all of us. And I'm just like, you know, I never heard much about what to do for family, right, violence. family violence. You know, they, they gave me the paperwork and they told me to go and finish the police report and I started doing that but at the same time I had his family coming into my ear making it seem like you know I should not do certain things you don't do that to them you love him you love him you shouldn't do that mm -hmm. yeah dang bro this pretty much the first time that I signed <laughs> that I called and he went he went to jail that first time uh -huh. his mom was expecting me to bail him out too wow yeah. my thing is this me and my wife talk about this whether it's family, I don't care who it is. Wrong is wrong, and right is right. Yes. So if you are doing wrong, and I know you're doing wrong, mm -hmm. and it calls for law enforcement or whatever and have you, I'm going to do what I need to do, right. especially when it involves my family and my right. kids. Right, right. Yeah, you Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe got to go. You ain't, No, we ain't playing yeah. this because yeah. I don't want to put on that orange suit. Cause I didn't did something. Right. So right. I'm gonna call in and let them handle you. Yeah, yeah. For one of us being the orange suit and one of us is no longer here. Yes, and that used to be my mindset at See? times too. Because a, a lot of times people were quick to say, "Well, why you didn't fight back?" Well, the thing is, literally, my full pregnancy. That's when I dealt with the physical abuse. Before that, I was blind to the things that wasn't physical. So this was, this a lot of this. You said this was happening while you were pregnant. Walking with child. So I feel like, for one, I mean, when you're pregnant, you know, you just, it takes a lot. That's a right, whole other right, person. Right. So, I mean, to have the strength to swing back. I, right. You know, I couldn't yeah, just couldn't do it. I, I got too much it. going on. I, I couldn't do it. It would be hurting. And then a lot of times, too, from the abuse, my stomach would get so intense. So mm -hmm. I felt my child suffering, too. Oh, my God. So I just wouldn't even put up the fight. 
I just get it, get it. I had it in my mind, get it done so this can so stop, stop. So, so we can stop. And then I would fight with myself afterwards because I remember many a times I would cry out to God. I, that's what I did do. I, my faith was I still believed in God. Um, I wasn't in true belief that I was in domestic violence, so I didn't know how to cry to him about getting me mm. out of it. I knew that I had problems in my relationship, but mm -hmm. I didn't know that it was a toxic relationship. Wow. So I was asking God, you know, whatever it is, God, fix me. Why can't we get along? You know, I'm, I'm praying for us, and I'm asking him to still fix it or whatever like that. But after so long, and it's starting to be a cycle that repeated, then I started asking God, what's wrong with me? Why do I keep going into this? Help me, God. Give me the strength to get out of this because I found myself being weak and and I didn't know how to fix myself when I knew that because he would put his hands on me and that was wrong. But I still feel like a weakness. It was needed for me to have him in my life. And most of it did go on the fact that I was just I am holding another child that a lot of my family members don't even know I'm pregnant yet. I was embarrassed of the fact that I got pregnant so fast. And here it is. I don't want to be pregnant and the daddy gone before I have the mm -hmm. baby. That was something in my mind. I was like, this got to work. I can't keep feeling and making babies and not, you know, being with that man. Mm -hmm. But that's when that's when I learned you got to stop trying to do it your way. Mm. And the minute I stopped doing it my way, my man, that wonderful. Come on, man. come on. Well, let's pause. Let's backtrack because we go. We're gonna get to that because yeah. I know that's 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 an amazing story. So take us back to you and you. You keep mentioning that you were trying to do it your way, but it was. It was inserted into you. You gotta make this thing work. That's your man. You gotta keep the family together. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about how that mindset kind of actually put you in a worse place than than uh, than actually it could have been a, a whole lot better. Yeah, it really did. I feel like you know if I would have had that talk with somebody, or if somebody would have reached out to me and mm -hmm. let me know. Baby, like, you know, if I would have had more of those people, like, I got pregnant at a young age. Some told me it was okay. Most of those people who told me were women who had children at their younger age, too. Mm. They could relate. They yeah. knew. They kind of was able to let me know what Pour to expect. Yeah. yeah. Those who did not, those who were without child, those who, you know, did it the right way, where you make love and all those things, then they were quick to criticize. Wow, yep. But overall, I felt like it was because in home with my parents uh -huh. because I didn't receive it from my parents and yeah. there was nobody else close by I just felt like I needed to mm. I needed to I gotta make this work I, I gotta to. make this work yeah, yeah 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 I needed to so I just I didn't um I didn't feel like you know I could make it through without him I had to be with him wow that is crazy so you have this mindset you're struggling, you're talking to God, and you're like, okay, clearly, I've been trying to do this my way, and it's clearly ain't working. All right, God, I ought to do it your way. What was that transition like when you received that, as you said earlier, that freedom mm -hmm. to actually walk that path in that new transition that you were looking for? Um... Honestly, I can't say I was looking for a transition. Mm. It just took things to take place. Mm. Mm. It, had, it was those messages, like when you say, "Be thank." When I say, "Be thankful to those yeses and those noes oh, from God," yeah, right, right. Those were my noes. My simple noes. I was quick to overlook. Mm. So I had to sit here and have certain things take place. Yep. I had to go in and out the hospital because I still was stern on fighting that. No, this gonna work. 
this is going to work. I, mm. I, he would give me that talk that everything was going to be okay. He wasn't going to do it again. I mean, it was sucking wow. me into the work. Wow, wow, and wow. I was in belief in it. I was in belief. In a, a hospital from... I would have to walk to the hospital, walk from the hospital back to my, because I was in Houston. Uh, I, ha I had my own vehicle, but my keys would be taken from me, so I wow, can't Wow, you ain't use going nowhere. Wow. Yeah, I'd, I've, I've climbed, I don't know how I climbed while I was pregnant, but I've climbed on top of a carport because my keys were thrown up top of there, and I had to get my keys just so I can enter back into my home. Because wow. I was scared. I was trapped outside, and I didn't know where he was to come run on me. And so you had... Uh, a, a couple of experiences in the vehicle while, while driving several, several. it said that women go through the uh, explosions about it takes about seven times before they get out of a domestic violence relationship mm -hmm. I said that's a minimum I'm kind of against that because the more I talk to women and even if it's not just women I talk to men too they we, we go through it a lot and it's because mainly you know that person enters our life when I feel like we're weak mm, and that, yep. that, that person knows how to grasp those those weak points in you yeah. and if nobody else was doing that and that brings you joy and happiness then what you're gonna do yeah and when you know I have people just talking to me and let me know that you know I should stay with him it's gonna work you know this is how relationships be sometimes yeah. gotta take and the good with the bad yeah girl yeah. he was there for you when you was down you, you know and then they, they want to tell their stories and how they made it through but it's like your growing up era is totally different, different. from mine so, yes but i'm trying to put mine with theirs because they're the ones who are telling me so that's how i just feel like you know i had to stay i had to make it work okay so that point what was that breaking point to like that breaking point was the I can't even say the very last time I encountered a physical abuse. It was uh, shortly before my my son was born, before, mm -hmm. and that was in October. So this all took place in my whole pregnancy, and maybe within the month of that he was going to be born, or right before that. Um, still trying to make it work mm -hmm, still thinking mm -hmm. we can make this work and an explosion took place and i want to say at that time that's when he body slammed me to the ground and i was literally nine months pregnant so this dude yeah. body slammed you oh, yes. while you were yeah. dang. dang i want to go find him myself <laughs> right now dang yeah but it's okay though it's know? okay it's, it's okay though because i mean it's i had to go through that to learn from it Therefore, I can't, when I try to reach out to other victims, I mean, because all this that I'm open up and able to speak to you about before, when I was going through it, I cannot couldn't, open my mouth to say speak. this. I didn't know how to form a sentence to tell you this. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Yeah. It's embarrassing. I didn't want to. I, I'm embarrassed. Yes. I'm, I'm, so there was, wasn't there an instance of something about jumping out of a car or? Yes. So that led into the very last time. After he body slammed me, um... We, uh, he was out, all his things were out, and then it was literally that was the week of me going into labor. So, that week before that, a few days before I had my son, yeah, that's when that took place. And, um, didn't want him around, but at the time, I wasn't quick to call my mom because at that point, oh, I'm fed up, I'm tired of you mm -hmm. going through this, I'm not here, you know, basically, they give up on you. 
your support, your people who want you, your family, your friends, and it's understanding mm. that they give up on you. But at the same time, that's why I stand today to let people know, don't give up. Don't on give them. up. And then I try to let people know that suffering. If somebody is giving up on you, I won't give up on right. you. Right. I won't give up on you because you can make it through. It takes time. It takes the yeah, struggles most and definitely. stuff. But you know, you can make it through. So um, I didn't want him to come to the hospital. Mm -hmm. I didn't want him to be there at birth for my child because he just body slammed me. But his mom didn't know that. My mom didn't know that because again, I knew that they felt how they felt already while one was just in belief you can get over this it's gonna be okay and the other one is just i'm tired of talking to you about this so he ended up at the hospital with me and didn't have many people at the hospital because i was out of town uh end up being left at the hospital with him hmm. uh had some high, hard times during the labor nobody else was there but him and the nurses I was in the hospital ready to give birth, but I would not open my mouth or look at that man or talk to that man because I was so upset because I still remember you just body slammed me and I'm fed up. And That's you when I feel like, like ain't nothing happened. Yes, you up here like nothing happened. So um, he, he's there and things just started shifting. Even though I wanted to keep him just uh -huh. shut off, I needed him at one point. Mm. I needed him to go get the nurses for me. It's kind of like at the beginning of the relationship. I was there. At your lowest point. Yep. And I'm here again. Yep. You need me. Yep. You love me. Yep. So, had a baby get out the hospital. He starts coming back to the house after I had cut it off and stopped him from coming. He starts coming back again. And um, then it was finally got it to stop because another explosion, I think, at that time. See, I'm trying to come to the very last one for you. That's but cool. that time, that time, uh, I got I got stabbed in the back of my head by, by my ear. It wasn't no knife or anything. But here's the thing: I never knew, you know, the door stoppers that could uh -huh. be at the bottom. Right. I never, knew, I just knew the the swirly kind that you just put in the right, right. Car. There's the kind with screws. I no, didn't know that. I don't, I don't know. My room just too country. I don't know. The place where I live, they had the kind where it mm -hmm. literally was screwed into the wall. You unscrew it, and it's just a screw sitting there uh. on the other side. He took that and stabbed. He hit me in the back of my head right there and stabbed me. I had our son, our newborn son, in my arms. Uh, the other two kids around the house, and even my mom was there that time. So yeah, after that explosion. Um, things, of course, you know, the process to call the cops is that and the other, everything, move them out, say our words and all that. That was when I finally got him for good to stay out of my home. Mm. But here it is a month later, our son's one month. I haven't got a job yet. I don't have that good money flowing in no mm -hmm. more. I need pampers. I need food. I need to keep taking care of these bills here. Mm -hmm. And he offered to come bring money for the first time since our child was born. He had outfits. He had pampers. He had all this other kind of stuff. So I was like, okay. Um, at that time, I finally got it lined up to where I was getting my first job. Uh-huh. And uh, it just so happened how it was was he came on a, a weekend. He came on a weekend day, and when he came, um, I think it was that Sunday, he had a set time because before that, any other time, it was set to where we can only have um, public visitations. Okay. If you wanted to see your son, we were going to a fast food place, and you were sitting there, and you were seeing him. But that time, I gave in, and uh, I said, okay, you can come bring the stuff to the house. Okay. He comes to the house. It wasn't at the set time. Uh, it was all kind of flags going right there, and I didn't even know. So uh, he threw the flag of uh, basically when it was time to go, his ride wasn't answering the phone. Mm. Um, he came into town. Then later on, his ride went back out of town and left him in town. Mm. So now he's in town stuck 
What Bang. you mean? Uh, Come get him. I was in, last I knew his family member stayed down the street. He had a family member stayed in my complex. I'm asking, can you not go there? Can you not go here? Get out. Oh, yeah, go. right, like, right. You don't understand. Fan, yeah. And it's enough that I had made it that far freshly out of having our son because here it is the whole pregnancy. I'm thinking I had to be with him. Mm. But now that I got my mindset and our son is here, you know, I'm trying to keep you away. But he made a way to where one day turned into three days. Hmm. In the midst of those three days, I started my new job. Started my new job. Where thing is, he didn't have nowhere to go. You weren't staying at my place while I was gone to mm, my job. Right. So couldn't find nowhere to go. He ended up coming to my job with me the first day. I get in trouble because I was working at a vacation Bible school at the church that I was a member of at mm. the time. And where I was in, I was with the kids. We can't have, you know, just adults straying around. Right. So I started getting in trouble on my first day. So I was like, okay, that's not going to work. Get get off. The day goes. No no arguments, no nothing, because he's trying to get back in. Damn. Everything is trying to be okay with I'm him. I'm the good guy. Time. Remember yeah. this guy? Yeah. So uh, we sit there, and the, now it goes over to day two. He ended up having to spend the night the first night. Um and I uh, made him stay on the couch and everything. I was just like, no, no, no. Everything yeah, that you yeah. think is okay is going to go back to no. So um, go to work the second day. And I'm just like, okay, I can't have you up here at work with me because I need this job. And you almost made me, you, you know, got yeah, me in trouble yeah. the first day. I might like you like that anyway. Okay, didn't. So I sat there and gave him the keys to my truck. So he had a family member or somebody who stayed in that area of my job. Was taking my truck to that place. But when he would go, he was going to do drugs. I don't know exactly what he was going to do, what type of drug, but he would go do some drugs. Then it came to that day, he kept going back and forth with me. And he, he kept calling me. And then the people at the at my desk, at the front desk, was telling me, you know, we can't have this going on. We can't have this going on. So I speak with him, and he's hallucinating, basically, off the drugs that he's on. Oh, wow. It was kind of like the first time I ever dealt with that with him. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on. But I know I was fed up because I was already fed up before. And I just clearly told him, I said, well, I'm working at a church and I'm pretty sure they got pastors upstairs. I told him he'd come upstairs, confess to them what he's done and let them know. Because he thought someone was trying to uh, fight him. He thought that some men were trying to jump him. And we, I, thought I, mean, we, I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny. I mean, though. we need to fight you. No, well, but, but the thing <laughs> is, I, I was just like, you're calling me up because you think some men want to fight you, but you're always ready to put your hands on me. I thought that was something. That's, yeah. that's. Yeah, and he put he was putting my job at a, at a big state, and I wow. didn't like that. So, um, so is this leading up to the? Yes. So then it goes on into the third day. <laughs> so, because I told you, it went from one day to three days. Three days. So okay. on the third day, I go back to work. By now, feeling <clears> good <throat> on this day because it's now have been discussed if I bring him out there or if I bring him so far to the Beaumont area, okay. someone will come get him or I can drop him off. He'll okay, give me okay. gas money or something like that. You speak in my language. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I was ready Kinda to. Get I, was, out of here, I was ready to get off of work that day. End, even end up getting off early again. Wasn't letting him stay up there because he couldn't. You know, yeah, yeah, the area. Yeah. Took my vehicle, but this day when he come pick me up, he pretty much ran late coming pick me up, and he was upset about it. He was upset about him being late to come pick you up from your job. The thing is, when things would take off, if I wouldn't get angry with him, that was a problem. Uh, but if I got angry with him, that was a problem. This you can't win for losing. It wasn't no win, no win. So. uh upset about that angry get in the vehicle he's just very uh stirred up and it's just like i'm kind of i was calm like right, I'm talking right, to you, right. now. Uh -huh. you know yeah i'm upset and you know this is my vehicle first of all I, but i'm not saying these things right, because right. by now i know what 
can, can trigger, trigger him. him. Yeah. So I'm not doing all that, and I'm just like, okay, okay, you know. But he just he's just very he's just very upset and angry. And next thing I know, it went from that literally picking me up, driving out the parking lot, and not even within the next ten minutes, that's when it goes crazy. Um, he starts driving recklessly. Because he got so angry with me, he said so he was pushing the gas, oh, driving crazy in a in a thirty, going probably about fifty, zigzagging through people. We got traffic lights and everything, and he's talking about he wants to kill us, not me, but us. us. So all I saw was just a deadly automobile crash in my head, just pop up, and I was like, no. And I was also at the same time just trying to focus on when is he gonna stop. Because I feel like if he stopped, I could have jumped out the vehicle, you know? Right. I could jump out because there's no escape. And amidst all that, while he's going crazy, I'm just like, well, can you just let me out, please? I, you can take the truck. Not today. I'm just, I was done. Done. I was tired of it. Like, you, you can have the truck or let, let's just pull over. Let's uh -huh. talk. I was given every reason to let's make this a little more calm, but he didn't want to. So. And so when we were driving, he saw that I wanted to get, well, when he was driving, he saw that I wanted to get out. And I had my belongings because I had my son's little backpack. I put my phone in my hand and all I had was my wallet in it. That was it. Maybe a snack or something. But um, I saw that we was approaching a red light. So when we were coming up to the red light, I was just thinking like, okay, I'm going to get out then. But because I think he saw that I was already trying to get out, he knew he better not have stopped because then he was, that's when he was going to lose me. So what he did was somehow he made it to where, you know, when you're going toward an underpass and mm -hmm. you can make the uh, you can make the, the turn, turn, but you can also make the, the U turn. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. So what he did was he went through the U turn and at the time they were having construction in that area. So I kind of remember like how exactly how it was. And all I remember was just looking at the speedometer and I was just like, this is not going to stop and I'm not dying today. I specifically said an apology to my children and I said all three of their names and I said, I, Mama, sorry, but Mama trying to fix this right now. I grabbed my stuff. I opened the door. I looked at the speedometer and it finally was between, I want to say 15 and 20 because before that it was just way past way, that. Right, so right. when I saw it was at that, I said, that's all you got be. Uh -huh. So I opened the door and I hopped out and it was just, next thing I know when I opened my eyes again and woke up, I was laying something like on a stretcher but it was feeling worse than i ever felt before worse than all three labels wow. that i went through so you just jumped i jumped and i blacked out on the concrete Dang. by construction don't know who called the cops for me the ambulance or nothing i don't know so you wake up you're on a stretcher you're in excruciating pain you get to the hospital mm -hmm. what's next they're asking me as soon as I, I guess I had blacked out and uh -huh. I was coming in and out. So when I came back in, they're asking me all kind of questions and I'm looking at these people because, I mean, of course, at, by this time, I have severe brain damage right. going on. I, I, I impacted the ground with my head. So so you, you fell head first? Not head first. When I opened the door, I did step out with my foot, but again, the vehicle was moving. moving. So, so I didn't force. get, yeah, and I just went straight down. How I felt, how I was laying, I couldn't tell you. And so you hit, you out. I don't remember literally no pain on that ground. I don't remember opening my eyes and seeing nobody standing over me on the ground. I don't remember nothing. Door stretch. That was it. Anything in between, you know. Nothing. Dang. Nothing. So they're asking me, you know, what's your name? Who are you? And this, that, and other. At the time, I didn't understand why the people was asking me. I don't know if that was, you know, the procedure, uh -huh. what was going on. But found out that they were asking me my name because even though I knew when I hopped out, I had my wallet in that backpack and I held on to that wallet. When they found me, I did not have no identity. So, so you're... 
your stuff that you had with you when you jumped out was gone. So this took, took your stuff. Took my took my phone and my wallet. To make sure that there was no identification, nothing. So you didn't have nothing. So they're asking all these questions because there's nothing on you. There was no way to identify me. I was told that they received an anonymous call and they were told that someone by the name of Brittany Lewis was there and they described how I looked and that's how the hospital was able to find out who I was. As to how they figured out who was my emergency contact, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but Dang. they, they, I remember the, the crazy thing about it is when I would uh, come back and I wake up and I'm on the stretcher, they were asking me like uh -huh. who my mom was or what's my mom number. And I was like, don't call my, my mom. mom. She's going to be mad mama? at me. You better not call my mom. Yeah. I was just like, she's going to be mad at me. I who's was, your mom? I Betty was... White. Her name Betty <laughs> Betty White. Betty White. Four zero nine. Give her the movies number. Yeah. I don't know. Don't give yeah. her my mama number. Yeah. So I, oh, I, I didn't want to tell that. I didn't want to even though I was like literally suffering at my worst, yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. want to tell. I didn't I, want. I, I didn't want either. them to tell my mama. I don't want my mama up here. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I knew she would just be more, de not depressed, but uh, she would be more devastated. She would be more just upset. Right, right, right. And I right. felt like at that time I was tired of upsetting her already. Mm. I felt like before, even in childhood, I would feel that some things that make her upset. But now going to this, I felt like it was at a whole another level. Wow. And when she yeah, shut yeah, off yeah. on me, you know, it was like kind of tired of dealing with your stuff. You know, you keep going mm. back to. I didn't want her to know about that. I didn't. I didn't want her to come. Okay, so you're there, and that process lasted for almost two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, almost exactly two weeks. I pretty much stayed in ICU, mm -hmm. and um, I spent uh, over a week and a half in ICU, and then I spent a few days uh, in the room before I was released. Um, and what they told me was I suffer from subdural hematoma. What that is is excessive bleeding to the brain. So. <sighs> Pretty much, apparently, the impact when I fell on the uh -huh. ground is just like if we scrape ourselves and we just bleed like crazy. Well, it happened, but I didn't crack open my skull or anything, so the blood was still being trapped in there. Mm. And it was just, they said it was excessively bleeding, Golly. which definitely explains the pain. That does not add up. No, mm -mm. it don't. Mm -mm. It don't. Wow. So, you go through all of that and... We ain't gonna talk about him no more. Cause we're gonna talk about <laughs> what's going on now. Yeah, <laughs> that happens. All that traumatic experience, and now you have an amazing, caring, loving man who does you well. Yes. Amazing kids. Take yes. us through that transition. Yes. Um. It took some time before. Uh huh. We 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 got together. Um, I would say pretty much it took me two years to get back on my feet because after that um, accident in the hospital, immediately I didn't go back to what I called home before. My mom was like, "You're packing the stuff and you're moving now." So I had no mm. choice but to move back to my hometown mm. because at this point my family was doing something which I probably felt like I kind of wish would have been done before. before. Maybe that's what I needed before. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, you know, at that point I thought I was grown. So mm. they're just like, "You, you, we, we don't have to do that." You know, it yep. shouldn't take that if you think you're grown. But that was me being naive. That was mm. me being yeah. thinking I. I knew everything and doing right. stuff my way my and it, way. it just all didn't work out yeah so uh it took some time i moved back to uh Beaumont and 
I had to go through things. Basically, I needed a job. I needed a place to stay. Uh, it was an option, of course, to stay with my mom. But that me to me, me and my mom have a better relationship when we're oh not under the same, same roof. Yeah. So that was kind of, and then at that point in life, me and her were at an understanding. We're like, but you know, I love the mess out of you, but you know how we do. It's just like we too much alike to where I guess we clash mm -hmm. a lot. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was like, mama, you can move me back there, but I'm not staying with you. So found out where I was going to uh, move me and my kids. That worked out by the grace of God. Mm, it was just a now. family, uh, family member had rent houses. You got it. And then it was the fact of, okay, how much I might have to pay. I don't have housing. Mm -hmm. I don't have, you know, yeah, yeah, government yeah. assistance. I have to pay, pay full price for these things. And then so it was just like literally trying to find a job of what I can do. But I couldn't afford child care mm. at that time. Like, I'm literally starting from the bottom. So um, when I got out, when I was in the hospital, mm -hmm. I did make a post on Facebook and I was literally crying out for prayers from people mm -hmm. because I felt like I was at my worst. worst. I, did, I didn't know where it was going to go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, when I did that, people kind of, you know, people get concerned. They're like, well, what's going on? What's going on? And uh, people, when I did finally share what went on, uh, I had people coming to me mm. and they were just like, thank you. And I'm like, what? I told you my business and I'm embarrassed and you know, but I thank you for your prayer. What? And they were just like, but you're helping. And then mm. that's when I started figuring out, you know, how it helps that to power. open up. Yeah. The power. Yeah. yeah. So, but I had to, uh, when I would do that, I found out different things, avenues where it could help me at the time. I mm. found out uh, people, will, uh, companies that will help you financially when you have to relocate once you're a domestic violence mm -hmm. victim. Um, I just found different things. I started going to, literally, I was going to the churches asking them, can you help feed me and my children? Going mm -hmm. to food pantries. I'm trying to find out all the things that I heard about but never knew about. So I had to pause my life and do all those things as if I just started over. Didn't Start have no over. vehicle because, too, also after that happened, he kept my vehicle. And when he kept my vehicle, um, he called himself getting gas. And my I, my belief is nothing that's been um, proven, but he got gas. And my thing was he was filling up to come back to another town. Uh. And But I feel like that's one of the things that it's okay to say that that was God. Yeah. Because when he pulled out of that gas station after he filled up, he ran into somebody and he got in a wreck. That wreck caused them to have to call the cops. The cops came to him and found him because he had a warrant from the first time that I called and said mm. that he put his hands on me. So he got picked up, but at the same time, they knew nothing about what had just happened to me when I splashed on the ground. Crazy. So I sat there and um, just was doing all the things to get back on my own two feet, pretty uh -huh. much. And uh, when I finally got back onto my own two feet, that lasted about a year. I was turning men down left and right at the time. Right. I was like, you ain't for me, you ain't for me, you uh -huh. ain't for me. Uh -huh. I also had it set up in my mind, ooh, and thank God he delivered me. But I had it set up in my, you know, men are not it. That's not it. They're uh -huh. not right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. And, you know, I was just ready to give up. I mean, I was still and it. But that time, see, I learned my lesson the first time with freedom. Come I on, didn't tell start them. living freely all over again. Come on. I started trying to, my passion was to find my purpose. I had it set in my mind, find your purpose. Even mm. though I was struggling, even though it was hard times for me and my kids, even though I had to walk to get us most places or wait for a ride. And Come stuff, on. I tried to make the best out of all of it. And I was just thankful because I knew what I had came from. Mm. So up until that I mean uh, I searched for a church home found a church home um, got back right where I used to be mm -hmm. even better with God I was Come on just doing everything Come on, living tell my story. Way. yes 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 just <laughs> living it right and um then uh, like you say the enemy will put uh, he will come 
right before what's yeah. meant for you. Yeah. And that's why I, I was about to lose it when you said that because it's so true. I had somebody come into my life uh, doing all the things that seemed like it was right. Okay. But yet, I knew it was wrong. Wrong. I knew it was wrong. That's the same right? But it's <laughs> yeah, not right. But it's wrong. I, I was done going, you know, doing the things that I did back then, just being quick to stuff or, yeah. you know, just overlooking Jumping. all the, yeah. the signs and stuff. So uh, time went on. Um, and by then, brought me up to what this brings is about two and a half years, going on three years now. Uh -huh. And that's when my husband came into my life. Okay, so how was that? What was that like? Where'd you guys be? This is I'm I'm interested in stuff because because you guys have been married only what how many months? About seven months. Seven months, and it seems like you guys have been together about ten years. <laughs> but just the, just just the connection. I don't really just know you guys like that, but just yeah. the connection and the energy you guys cool, have. Cool. So uh, how like how was that? Hey, what's so girl it was like what was it like no i kind of tell people i honestly feel like i'm living this fairy tale life like, yeah you talked about the fairy tales but i really feel this is like a fairy tale so no um pretty much we've been knowing each other since we were three years old oh look at that our fathers knew each other so uh pretty much when we were three and we didn't know that we were the little people that we were we uh -huh. were playing with each other wow we, we were playing with each other oh. uh, we didn't grow up with each other mm -hmm. uh fathers i guess you know nothing bad happened but they just they worked together at one point in time and then they went their separate ways right, so right. we didn't continue to meet with each other but we still grew up in the same town mm -hmm. so um went to schools Kind of knew of each other, but never was trying to talk to each other. And then um, the way I saw him was, he nice and all, but that's not my type. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he nice and all, he ain't my type. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He, he wasn't, he was not what... He wasn't on the list. No, 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 no. I thought uh, he wasn't on the list. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I thought he wasn't on the list. <laughs> but, um... So it was my birthday, uh, and he and he messaged me on Snapchat, and he told me something. I think it was something with the like, happy birthday, but basically he shot a message to me, and it was like, uh, "Hey, I'm coming for you." So I was like, "Okay." So so he so so it's safe to say he slid in the DM. Yeah, he slid in the DM. But before he slid in the DM, like I told y'all, you know that was just that wasn't my type. The thing is, and I love that this goes with my story. That's how I know it was all planned. Uh -huh. Um. Before I got into the relationship with my uh, abuser, he tried to speak. He tried to talk to me. He came wow. to me. He did. We were conversating uh, by phone, uh, but he stayed in another state. He mm -hmm. didn't stay around me. So I kind of felt like, you know, at that time, that's why we just didn't take off. But, you know, that's too around the time where I felt like, you know, I had that freedom. Mm. So, you know, he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he yeah. Well, my options. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That's pretty much what I was doing at the time. So that fell off and everything. But then this time, uh, when my birthday came, when he messaged me that time i still had it in my head i was like he trying again mm. i did i was like he trying again but then at that point because again here it was i was coming up from where i basically oh, had to start different all over mindset again. different yes, different you yeah, yes, yeah 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 yes so in my mind i knew my worth again i was dodging i was like no i don't know talking mm. you know this all you can do no you mm -hmm. can't have my time but um i thought about it and uh so just kept texting and kept talking and everything like that and within the first 30 days it's like i had this feeling i was like uh-uh bernie you know better than uh -uh, just to hurt not again jump. Nope. yeah nope. you yeah, know yeah, better yeah. than just to do all that but i'm asking a question i'm like yeah 
out or oh, this man come and do this stuff and it's just like I don't know and I'm and then I remember it was said to me a few times by a few people that was like stop trying to look for the wrong or the bad in mm. him so I took that I took that and I listened and I stopped trying to look for it and I just kept being open and I just was like, God, you sure? You sure? Because God, right, cause I can't go through this again. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. feel like this time I was more close to God, so I was talking to God like I never talked to him before. I was just like, God, wow. you know, I, I don't like to come asking you for signs and this, that, and the other, but I wanted to make sure. So within the first 30 days, um, he also he met my father because uh -huh. he wanted to meet my father again okay but when we called my father up and i let him know dad i got somebody i uh, want you to meet my dad he did his thing who he was uh he just popped up that day that time i called ten minutes later he was at the door what's up he met uh stacy and everything like that and it was good vibes my dad i saw it at that time my dad gained comfort because he was like oh i know who you rocking with now i know where you come yeah, from it's yeah all good. good yeah and at the same time I still had that care and that want from my dad, you know, mm. I don't believe my dad was raised to kind of have that mm -hmm. for himself okay. when he was coming up right, to right. kind of know how, but I still kind of wanted that. Mm. And so when I saw him, uh, when I saw him, uh, you know, just uh, be into Stacey and everything, I was like, okay, cool, good, good. But at that time when my father came to visit, I noticed things wasn't right with his health. Mm. Um, shortly afterwards, found out that he was diagnosed with stage four cancer. Oh wow! Started from his lungs and it went on to his brain. It was just real fast. Rapid, yeah. Um, lost him within three months after finding out. Wow. Uh, but in the midst of all of that, I just met this charming guy too. So he was being there for me too in the midst mm. of me having to see my father like that. And he saw my passion to take care of my father and everything like that too. So uh, he just came in like a man. Lost he, him. Yes. He you was, lost your father, but you gained. Yeah, so this he came man. in. Uh, I mean, he did wonderful things. He saw me through the whole process. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he moved me into a home that I needed so I could care for my father when I say you know at this point um, he, he said it to where I don't have to work I didn't have that before mm. so it's a lot of great you work? <laughs> oh you don't want to work it's on you boo it's, it's on you it's yes, on you yes. <laughs> so I feel like he was a, and it's just been other things in between. I just see it feels like from the beginning, God has been in full effect wow. through him. It was things about him that I just knew it was like you know. Um, God is within him. Mm. I feel like God was within him. Most definitely. And before I got involved with him, when I was going to church and I was being active, it was being said to me that basically, you know, um, you have to sit there and you have to have faith and you have to sit here and be patient. Mm. And so I tried to have faith and I tried to be patient. And I was told, too, that I had to just be prepared. Mm. So I, when those things would be prophesied to me, I'm just like, what? How? What? Yeah. Right. It, I was told, too, that he was coming. I was told he was coming. Mm -hmm. But I was in belief. I was like, I'm mm -hmm. not talking to no man. What y'all mean? The whole like, husband need, coming? Y'all need to check that again. Yeah, but surely within a blink of an eye. Look at this. And uh, it, it pretty much it was 30 days after we had just was consistently talking and everything. He proposed to me. Uh, he proposed in prayer. And I space thought for the no time. Hey, this, this is what it is. We about to make this thing happen. Yeah. And this is amazing. And I see the glow. And I, like I said, you guys have such an amazing energy. But there was purpose. And there yeah. still is purpose yeah. in all of that pain yeah. Yeah. that you took. Yes. Man. And it's crazy. Because yeah. I'm a firm believer that those who go through hell come out on fire. Yeah. 
yeah. On fire for yeah. God. You, you yeah. get a better, a better prayer life. You yeah. get a, you get yeah. a stronger, you get a stronger understanding for people. You get a, a better perspective. You hit it. You hit it and so, yeah. and so, uh, man, I'm amazed about that. But through this, you have a movement that you have going, and you are a an advocate for domestic violence. So you can look in the camera and tell people about what you got going on. Yeah, so pretty much you guys, uh I'm working on becoming big with helping everybody become aware of domestic violence. Um pretty much I like to share that it does not just go between a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. It can go between a father and a son. It mm. can go between uh a friend and you know there are, it can go between friends it can go through many of people my main focus is I want you to become aware a lot of things that I was blind to a lot of things to where I wish people would have talked to me wish they would have pulled me in wish they would have gave me that vibe to let me know it was okay or you know not just tuck it to the side that mm. oh she says she going through it but they don't take it serious I pretty much want to let you all know of the sources that I was able to get to when I had to sit here and financially get back where I needed to and everything mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. So how I start that off is uh, I have a Facebook page called Not Silent. Um, I'm working to become a nonprofit organization, but I'm I'm taking baby steps now with everything I'm doing. Uh, I've also got in two to three other contact um, avenues. Basically, I'm just trying to figure out the thing is to grasp people mm -hmm. because it's like we could talk about this. But nobody wants to say, I was that one. Mm -hmm. I did go through this. A lot of people have embarrassment and everything yeah. like that. So uh, my, my goal is to try to figure out different ways. Because my thing is, I want you to know I, I could be helpful to you. If, I, if you don't care to talk to me or reach out to me or want to learn anything through me, I will guide you to the right person. I try mm -hmm. to get you. I will bring, come to church with me. I like to try to ask the people to come to church with me. Um, I like to, you know, just let them know that they can get through it. So not only do I have the not side page on Facebook but I have an email address called ns.agapilove that's ns.agapilove and that stands for not silent agape love I just uh, that's the email address at yahoo.com and then I also have a uh, no I apologize. That's at gmail.com. Gmail. Yeah because it's fresh y'all it's, it's, fresh. it's fresh. So I it's ns.agapi dot love at gmail.com gmail and then i also started a snapchat uh kind of getting new to that but you know with the thing with snapchat i just kind of feel like uh that's a way to making it more personal mm. because my thing is you know when uh, a victim is trying to reach out to me I know about your abuser going back through your phone. Mm. Therefore, that won't look good for you. Right. So my, my, my vision is, you know, if we go on Snapchat, the conversations, they delete. You know, they don't right, stay. Right. Things like that. So uh, I have those things available. I'm just trying to grow. October is the awareness month. Purple mm. is the awareness color. So I represent that a lot. Um, I do things such as crafting, uh, but when I do my crafting, such as uh, home decor or uh, clothing, I try to do it so it can emphasize the fact of domestic violence is mm. real and just any way to get people involved. So, uh, y'all, welcome to come check it out, like my page, add me on Snapchat or email me. I'm always open to any uh, words of, you know, just what you've been going through. Mm -hmm. If you need help or if you're trying to find help for somebody else, anyway, there's no limits to it. I'm just open to it all. If I don't have the answer, I can try to find the answer. Um, I don't know all the best answers, but pretty much I'm just trying to be that person to help people understand we can break the silence. We Most can break definitely. the silence. Most definitely. And we're going to put links to all of her 
uh, social media sites and contacts in the description so that way you can reach her and get involved in this great movement. Listen, domestic violence is something that is, is, is man, it's out there and it's, it's being brought to the forefront, which I think is, is great because it's been going on forever. Yes. But as of recently, it's been, especially with social media, it's been pushed. And I thank God for you and your story thank and you. for you standing and taking the time out to come and holler at us. This yeah. has been a great uh, episode. Listen, thank you for the opportunity. No problem. You got to come back. This yes. is just great. Listen, this has been another episode of Direct Dialogue. I'm your boy Vince W. Matthews. And look for more episodes to come. And we got special things coming Ooh. next month and real soon. So keep your eyeballs open <laughs> and ready for that. So we're going to holler at y'all later, yo. And uh, we'll see y'all on the next episode. Bye, y'all. <laughs>